Hi, welcome to BB and Cece. I'm Cece. And I'm BB. And, and welcome, welcome to, to our podcast. Today we are going to be talking about bullying. There are two forms to bullying, verbal and physical. Yes, and um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things going on, like as it pertains to bullying. A lot of kids and people in general are just committing suicide and and sh- schools are getting shot up, you know, it's it's getting a little out of hand. And so I think that is very important for people to understand why it's happening or what might be contributing to that sort of thing. Um, yeah. So do they talk about this in school? No, we talk about bullying, but not like suicide or school shootings and stuff like that. Okay. Do you wish they do more? Yes, I do wish they did more because their job is to teach us and telling us about like school shootings and suicide is a form of teaching us. What happens if someone was to bully somebody in your school? They would get in serious trouble. And what's that? Like they can like get suspended and like get a few days off of school. Or they would just get in serious trouble, like their parents being called, or stuff like that. Okay. And also, bullying affects mental health. And I think that's the problem. A lot of people don't realize that those two go hand in hand. Imagine you're in school, and every single time you go to school, somebody's saying, Oh, Abby, you're ugly. Oh, Abby, I'm going to punch you in your face. Or, or, Or they threaten to... Uh, you know, to do bad things to you and just just stomp all over your self-esteem. How would you feel, you know? I would feel very upset and I would, um, it would let me lose my self-esteem. Why do you think kids, like, I remember a, a year or two ago or maybe more, there was an eight-year-old that, that, that committed suicide, which was heartbreaking. Why do you think, like, why, like, you know how you are able to come and talk to me sometimes. What, why do you think a lot of kids don't go to their parents and, like, let them know what's really going on? Why do you think they like to hold it inside? Because sometimes kids don't have that type of relationship that you and I do with their parents. And, like, if they just talk to their parents, it's, like, to say good morning, good night, or something like that. Or some kids are just afraid because the person that's bullying them or multiple people that are bullying them are, like, don't tell anyone. If you tell somebody, I'm going to make your life miserable, stuff like that. And they just get afraid, then they don't want their parents to get involved. Mm -hmm. And and maybe also they might think that it's a sign of weakness the fact that they are getting bullied. So they probably are kind of embarrassed and don't want to share that information. But I think that, I mean, bullying in itself has to be controlled. But I think that we also have a part to play. I think that oftentimes when we see bad behavior, instead of like correcting the behavior, a lot of people just opt to turn the other cheek and just keep moving. Do you think that's a good attitude to have? No, I think that you should tell somebody because they can really help you get through whatever you're going through. And it's better to tell a parent or a guardian or somebody than to just live in that with that pain. Because if you don't end up 
committing suicide, then you're just going to have all of your emotions bottled up, and then one day, it's just going to explode. Yeah, you're right. I don't think you got my question, though. I was talking about us people. Like, um, like if you see somebody getting attacked or, or getting mistreated, a lot of people just walk away and say that has nothing to do with us. Let's mind our business. And I feel like there are situations, a lot of situations where that's the only option really walk away. Cause you, you know, as soon as you say something, you might end up getting, you know, getting hit. But I think that there are situations also where you have the, you have, you have the ability or the chance to really make an impact. Like if you see two kids, uh, um, you know, a, a, a little kid bullying this kid or saying something mean to that person, you can say, hey, that's not nice. That's not nice. Don't say that to him. That's mean. You know, and, and to your surprise, they might, maybe that would be the first time somebody corrected it, that behavior, and then they might change. So you never know what can happen or what you can do or or how that bit of um, that little conversation can change somebody you know because i feel like there's kids that maybe they're surrounded by just bad people maybe they're in a very bad environment where all they hear is cussing every day and damn damn this and there's nobody there to like really love them so they don't have that kind of example so then when they go to school they lash out on other kids and if you have that one person to say what you're doing is bad that might make a difference you never know so i think that we should at least try to a certain extent, not just turn the other cheek and just walk away like it's none of our business. Because I think that we as human beings, we are interconnected, right? Aren't we all brother and sisters? So I think that we need to also live by that, right? To a certain extent. And remember a few months ago, there were these kids at this school, there was a kid that was getting bullied. And then these kids brought some um, sneakers and clothes from their closet and gave it to him. Wasn't that sweet, you think? Yeah, I think that just um, saved my faith in humanity, that there are, like, good people in the world, and that people are making a difference. It might be a small difference, but it's still making a difference. Yep, I believe that, too. Uh, so if, uh, you know, it's just two people talking, but I hope that you guys, you know, gives you give this conversation kind of gave you guys um, a better understanding or, you know, gives you a chance to, like, open up a little and say, hmm, you know what? It's true. I tend to walk away and not even try. So, you know, you never know. You never know. You never know. And before we go, we wanted to also talk about this book, right? There's this book that we just read. It's called Sulwe. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. So try to say it. Sue. I think we said it the same way. No. <laughs> I was copying you. Okay. So the book is written by Lupita Nyong'o. Um, she's one of my favorites. I love her. But it's about a little girl who, go ahead, tell them. Whose skin is dark as midnight. That's how they like to describe it. Yeah. So she's 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 dark. So she she comes from a black family and she's the darkest one in her family. Her mother has a different uh, she's a couple of shades lighter. Her dad is lighter and her sister's the lightest. So um, she always felt like, oh, my God, I'm so ugly because I'm so dark. And and, you know, some people might be shaking, uh, shaking their head and saying, oh, God, I've heard this again and again and again. But it's something that's really 
it's happening. It has happened, you know? A lot of people, I don't think they realize the severity of how dark-skinned girls feel about themselves sometimes. Some people just don't get it. And I don't think you get it until you're in that situation or you really try to really sit there and understand where these people are coming from. I'm one of them, you know? Growing up, I told you this story so many times, right? Where... I was kind of like, I didn't like my skin tone. I thought I was ugly, you know, and it doesn't help when all these little boys, all they do is go towards the light skinned girls. It's going to make you feel like something is wrong with you. Right? Remember Sole? Yeah. So she just kind of hid in the shadows because everyone was calling her names like ugly or like, like dark or stuff like that just made her very sad so she just decided to hide in the shadows yeah and she was doing things that you would be like what why would she do that but you would be surprised that there's a lot of dark dark skinned girls that have probably tried to do those things too i don't want to give the book too much we don't want to give the book away so we should just stop at this point yeah but it is a really good book and i think that people you guys should try to check it out you know um and oh and fun fact i have a friend who has a skin tone similar to midnight she's really she's um like a shade or two darker than me but i love her skin tone i never told her that and if i did i don't remember but i love her skin tone her skin tone is beautiful now i've like i'm at a point where i love my skin and i love myself more so i embrace it 100 percent Yeah. Bye for now.